let's finish it. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of The Closing Pitch. My name is Spiker Helms, and this is a show about people, culture, and how to create a winning lifestyle. We are throwing around some ideas on new show ideas that we want to do for The Closing Pitch. Um, Tiger interview series is going well. We're getting some interviews for that, college coaches, um, industry leaders. I just did a one with blast motion engineer like the guy that actually engineers the whole like sensor and the system it was just fascinating yeah. i mean that's me being a geek i don't know if you'd feel like it would be an interesting conversation but i did it was more selfish than anything else but i think there's gonna be some people out there that like it it's okay to be selfish biker it's okay sometimes the world needs a little selfishness <laughs> Social media, speaking of selfishness. <laughs> man, what a transition. Know, Spike goes to social media. Another dynamite drop in, Monty. Yeah, we'll see how it plays out in the later innings. If you're listening and you've listened to a podcast before, you've probably heard that transition, but go ahead. <laughs> uh, Spike, you only do the same show all the time. You do the same In five minutes, we'll talk about cryptocurrency. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> So on social media, there's this crypto guy that I like. To <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're kind of throwing around this idea with the new show, a new like topic new format. for show. New format. New, yeah, new format. Not is, for the whole entire show, but like no. a different type of segment show. Yeah. So we, we throw, cause we, we scroll on social media all the time and especially on Twitter, there's so many hot takes, um, especially in the baseball space. It's not as frequent as crypto. Um, or other topics, or the political that, yeah, world, or something like that. I don't even want to go down. The but it, political but it's world. Cer- it's certainly where a lot of like the keyboard warriors come out with some of those trending topics that you know we talk about all the time, or our coaches talk about all the time. And people are so um, courageous, fearless. Oh, fearless! And then you would yeah. meet that person in real world, and they're not like that yeah. at all. Yeah, they'd never say half the stuff that gets but said. You, but you know that's what they're thinking in their head. 100%. 100%. So anyways, um, the topic at hand that we want to go after, and, and this guy, I have no idea. I've never met this guy. Um, Dave sent me this tweet in the morning, and we had this idea of doing a three-topic show for social media, and I literally saw this tweet, and I was like, this is a topic all by itself. Yep. Um, this is closing pitch-esque, and a lot of club owners were responding to it. A lot of... It caught fire. Oh, and yeah, this guy, there, was, yeah. there was an admiral in the army that has responded to this. Really? I didn't see that. Yeah, it's down in the quote tweets. Um, or He might be a naval officer. I'm not for sure, but... He had a uniform and he looked legit. And I was like, yeah. and I looked at his profile. And I was like, oh, that guy's the real deal. Mm-hmm. So, do you want to go? Do you want to say what that tweet is? Because I don't have it on my yeah. screen. Yeah, right well, now. I got it right up here. So, um, and by the way, this is not to call out anyone. It's just I saw this tweet this morning scrolling through Twitter like I do with my cup of coffee and just kind of finding out what's going on in the world today. That's where I, I get my news. What I'm picturing in my head is like you with like <laughs> sli- old man slippers. I have old man slippers with 100%. a robe. It was cold out this morning. What do you want is me it to mar- do? Is it, it's a maroon robe. I don't have a robe, dude. I haven't hit that stage. <laughs> That's like New Balance white sneakers, and then the robe comes next. <laughs> That, that's that's not quite there, and then the and old then the man, the old shorts. man pipe next. Okay, <laughs> but anyhow, I was scrolling through it, and I 
you know, me and Spiker had talked about, you know, performing a different segment of the show, um, which we will be coming out with soon. So be on the lookout for that. But um, I scroll past this gem, which uh, this topic comes up, I mean, at bare minimum 30 to 40 different conversations throughout the year. It and happened, it's, it happens it, every it's year. It's never gone away. I don't think it ever will go away. And it's kind of one of those polarizing topics that both sides can get pretty heated on. And honestly, I kind of, I'd be curious to hear, me and Spiker didn't talk before this about this, Mm-mm. but I, I bet he has different opinions than I do on it. And I think that both sides can be right. Both sides can be wrong, but anyhow, I'm going to jump into it. So, um, should we give the person's name that posted the tweet? I mean, we might as well. I mean, okay. he sent it out in the sure. real in Yeah, the he world, did. He put so it out there. Like, so he's, he's living on his own own cross yeah, so uh, it, per se it's a um it's a pitching uh twitter handle uh by the name of at tread athletics his name is ben brewster and he's ran a pitching program um i i candidly don't know much about it i haven't looked into it but he he's kind of fighting the good fight against the drive lines of the world the um the the 90 mile per hour guys and all the other stuff and, and i'm he has a he has a program that i believe he sells to people across the country anyhow i will say this he's pushing the community forward yeah so no, anyone, it's not bad. anyone no. that pushes the community forward you have to give them applause and you also have to think to yourself they are putting themselves out there to challenge um the narrative the, the narrative the main thesis which yeah. I, I i commend him on and i don't agree yeah. with a, a lot of guys that are out there doing that like on, like their their thoughts behind certain topics and then there are some guys that i, I gravitate towards uh, the biggest thing is making sure that you don't label this person as um evil no that, that, that's that's the last thing you want to do and and that's not tribal no um, that's where a lot of people go wrong they get really tribal and it's it just ends up being an, a negative negative uh I don't know, a negative cauldron. Yeah. No, I mean, quite honestly, I'm actually, I think whether I agree or disagree with it, with the guy's tweet that I'm about to write or read to you, um, I commend him for putting it out there because at, at the very worst, it's a conversation starter that people need to hear and people need to talk about. Um, someone is on the other on the other side. They're like, just tell me the all damn right, here we go. tweet, Dave. Here we go. He said, 22 hours ago, if you're in high school and know you want to play baseball in college, I can think of exactly zero convincing arguments to be playing two to three other sports year-round. Can we stop pretending that practicing basketball makes you better at pitching? And holy, (laughs) holy firestorm did he create. He got a ton of comments, quote tweets, controversial going back and forth with people. I mean, he's, he's, he's answered like, and he went, he had a whole thread on it, you know, saying, well, how does doing suicides and sprints make you gain seven miles per hour on your fastball? And if, you know, he, he talks a lot basically about the amount of time, if you're serious about baseball, because he's in the baseball world, if you're serious about it, how can going and playing a sport and not playing baseball for four months out of the year help you? That's his synopsis. He's like, you know, I get it. There's other sports out there, but if that's what you're doing. He's, he's even like, you know, plenty of MLB pitchers played three sports in high school. And most of them also rolled out of bed and threw 95. If that isn't you, maybe you need to train furiously hard at pitching to have a chance to be good. So. Where it gets me is, it, and I've always been on this train, is that 
what you're making the assumption that everyone wants to play college baseball. That's what I don't get about the upper levels of baseball. These guys think that everyone wants to be just like them and achieve um, a goal of playing college sports. I'm going to be honest with you. When you talk to majority of players that are at the high school age, you're like, hey, you want to play college baseball? And they're like, yeah, I want to play college baseball. But in reality, they don't know. I would say there's probably about 5% of kids that really have an unbelievable desire, fire to play college athletics. Now, with that said, I disagree with Ben on this because you are promoting, you are promoting a, a culture of we only go after goals. We only go after getting to the, the echelon. Now, there are some guys that are going to do that, and I want to give them the best resources possible. But to eliminate the experience of playing or high school basketball – if you if you've ever been in a high school basketball gym on a Tuesday night, yeah. oh, it is electric. It is absolutely electric. Have you ever been on a Friday night football game where it's the district finals? That is an electric atmosphere. And Ben has literally just said, you need to forego all that. If you think if baseball's number one, you should forego forego all those experiences to now go after your dream of playing. High, uh, college baseball or professional baseball. But he's neglecting too that you learn way more about winning on, at other sports that you have to learn how to win to help your college team win. If you don't know how to do that and you throw 95, that's great, but I can't put you in that pressure situation. You yeah, can't. Yeah, because the, the, the root cause of this whole issue. So we're, we're talking about the multi-sport athlete scenario versus the specialization. And then really the root cause is, or the root question is, is that, is one side or the other better? And then if so, specialization, at what point should you specify? Like I was reading through a lot of his tweets and his answers and replies. Like he threw out numbers of like 15 and 16 years old, the guys and, and things of that nature. Which is, and, which is great. Which is well, which is great. I get. I, I when when I was reading that, I get that. I totally get that. If you want to throw ninety, you have to focus on throwing ninety. There's no argument there. Yeah. Well, so there is, and I'm going to bring up a couple points, and I want to see how you'd react to them. Okay. Um, because and just to be totally candid with the people who are listening, um, I was a multi-sport athlete. I played three sports growing up. I, well, I played a lot more growing up. But when I got to high school, I played football. I played basketball. I played baseball. All four years, I personally, my personal opinion, I would have never changed any of it. Okay? Looking back at it, if I, would, I was the best at baseball. That's why I went and played college with baseball. Um, looking back, if I would have given up on the other sports and went all in on baseball, would I have been better? I don't know. Maybe. But maybe not. And – there's a couple things to think about with Ben's comments. And one is this, and, and Spiker alluded to it, um, the things that you learn playing other sports, the the different types of competitiveness, the different scenarios you're put into, like 
take it for what it is. When you play baseball, you're playing in front of like 20 people, moms and dads, right? When you're playing football, you're also playing in front of thousands of people. That's a little bit different. There's different competition levels. There's different, you know, there's different things to it. And there's different jobs and different toughness and just all kinds of things that can be learned. There's different levels of athleticism that are built. You know, in baseball, it's a very straight, forward type of sport. Well, in other sports, you're creating lateral quickness, athleticism, hand-eye coordination is a, is a big deal in basketball and having to do multiple things at, at every second of the game. Um, team sport versus individual sports, because baseball can be a lot of individual time. Um, there's just so many different things to it that can make you a more complete and rounded athlete and individual by playing other sports. So that's one. Two, I... Like you said, Spike, I can't imagine telling a young athlete at 16 years old to literally, listen, you need to go all in on this one sport because you know, give up on the other sports. I don't like that precedence. I don't think they're ready for it. I don't think, like I specialized in college. You know why? Because they told me. They told me I wasn't good enough to play the other sports. If they would have told me that I could have played football, basketball, and baseball in college, guess what I would have done? Played football, basketball, and baseball. You know why? Because I really enjoyed it. It was was a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. It was a great experience. I will not trade anything for the world hearing my metal spikes go down the steps walking on the football field on a Friday night. I will not give up anything for hitting that big three and hearing the crowd go wild. Those things are stuff that's stuck with me right now. As a 34-year-old, I can close my eyes and I can remember it. I wouldn't trade that for the world, but at that point, they told me I couldn't play them anymore. I don't like the idea of an adult telling a kid, well, he can still play other sports to not do that. I don't feel like that's my point. If a kid comes up and says, I want to do that, that's a different story. And then at that point, I'll tell him all the, you know, okay, if you're really looking to do that, then do it. And here's why specialization now, because you're the one who's brought it up, can help. Here's how you can take all the hours you would have put on the other sports and apply it towards baseball. And yeah, of course, X amount of hours equals X amount of greater, you know, intelligence and athleticism and ability, right? And this is just not a baseball coaching deal. Like this is just in the baseball community, but there are basketball coaches that do the same thing. And I hate it. I absolutely hate it. Luckily, I was fortunate enough to have a football coach at my high school that knew that my top sport was baseball. And he was just glad that he had me on the football team. Um, basketball program was the same until the very end when they started realizing that, Hey, we, we have a better class below you, which is fine. I totally, I totally got that. And I was like, you know what? This is my exit from the sport. See ya, deuces. I'm going to go worry about baseball and football. One thing that I feel like this is old thinking, which is you have to specialize in a sport because you have to get a certain amount of reps in and focus on a certain specific skill set to make it to the show. That is false. That um, There are two books out there that I recommend for people to read. Malcolm Gladwell, Outliers, is the one where he talks about specialization and has a lot of different references on why you need to specialize. But the best book out of all of those is The Range by David Epstein, who talks about how Malcolm Gladwell's Outliers is wrong. And he only picked and chosen his certain topics. Now, those topics were correct, but at the same time, it didn't give you the full picture. Epstein in the, in the um, book that came out after Outliers 
pointed in all those directions. And one of the biggest tennis players, um, best tennis players probably of all time, is Roger Federer. And he didn't start playing tennis until later. He was a person that was able to play multiple sports and was into multiple different things. Mm -hmm. And what happened was is that he gathered all of those skill sets that he used in those different areas and applied them to tennis and became someone that was known as very unorthodox and was able to perform at a different level than the other players that he was playing against because he was able to grab skill sets from different sports. And he makes the, Ben makes a thing about, um, where, where would he say about suicides and running? What did he say? Yeah, he basically said, I don't, <clears throat> I don't know how playing basketball and running suicides and sprints is going to translate into you throwing seven miles per hour harder. Um, and I don't, I don't know the data behind that, but he could be he could be right about that. But also, it does help you with your ability to be quick twitch and know how to get off of the line. And I would think that from a pitching standpoint, and I'm not a pitcher, but it would help you with explosion off of the mound. Now, I don't, I don't know if that's true, but if you were to play baseball and you were a positional player and you didn't, you've never done suicides or run down the court or be extremely fast and try to be quick fit, uh, quick footed you would have a disadvantage if you were a middle infielder and not knowing how to do that because you have to be really good with your first step. I feel like so much of the specialization talk is is put forward by coaches in different sports who just want more attention on their sport. Obviously, here's from my perspective, guys. Obviously, I'm a coach, and, and when I work with players, I feel like now I've, I've been doing it for a long time and there comes a point in a player's career where I can kind of see where they're going and they can't. I can kind of see that young athlete and be like, dude, you're 16 and you're doing these things. And if you just do X, Y, and Z and go all in right now, you could be the next guy. Like you see that. And so a lot of times we then impress upon them the idea of specialization like literally john if you go all in now you could get to where that you can get to that level that can be you you see that guy on tv that can be you if you do this if you give up like let's be honest are you really going to be a basketball player dude you're six two are you really going to do that for the rest of your life are you really going to be that football player when you're running around in D1 football? You see those guys in the SEC? They're going to kill you. But in baseball, you can be the guy. And I hear that conversation all the time. And then they pressure parents and kids into making these decisions based on that, inv that information that is honestly kind of biased in his own opinion. And we see it, we see it all. I bet it happens in football. I bet it happens in football where coaches are just grabbing for that attention. They want, they want more and more attention on their sport. And, and I get it. They live and breathe that every day. It's the, but it's the assumption that everyone is like you. Correct. Everyone is not like you. You have different people on your team that want to have different experiences. Well, and every, then there are different people. I mean, there are some people out there that, you know, for for that reason, they can be just all encompassed in one thing year round, not get bored, not get burnt out. They can literally be okay with making tiny gains over tiny gains day after day and just live, eat, and breathe it. Like those are the grinders. They can do that. And then there's people like me. If if you would have specialized me, and I'm just giving you an example, 
I'd probably quit baseball. I don't want to do something year round. I love variety. Like I can't imagine being at a desk doing the same thing every day, day after day. And that's all I do. I can't, I couldn't do it. That would be so boring and monotonous to me. And the fact that we're sometimes pushing those types of people into specialization, even though we can see a future form in that, how, how often are those people then like, are you going to take the, I would, I would ask Ben. So if you ask 10 guys to give up the sports that they play and eight of them get burnt out and quit, are you taking the responsibility and retract retracting this? Are you going to then make the idea of saying to those players, Hey, come on back, but you can play your sports that obviously wasn't for you. Yeah. Or are you going to stand by that when you actively had an impact in making these players quit? Because not, that's going to happen. And it's not fair because he's not here to oh, rebuttal, I, rebuttal I, us or yeah, anything sure. like that. Well, he can come on the podcast whenever oh, he, he wants. He definitely can come on the podcast. <laughs> if he ever listens to this uh, yeah. or see it, you know, come on, man. I am I will say this. I, I do think he is right in the category of if you want to play college athletics or you want to play professionally, you have to be completely devoted to it. This is not um, – you're a wishwashy thing. This is not a gray area. This is not you just literally saying, oh, I'm going to do this and then I'm going to do that. It just does not work. So he is correct when it comes down to, if you want to, if you want to throw 95 and you only throw 82, you have to be totally devoted to it. There, there's but, but here's the thing though, that doesn't mean you should quit your sport there's still enough time in the day where you can get your work in. There's, there is an equation out there. Okay. X amount of time given to a sport means X amount of skill development. That is true. And there is a point where you will plateau for sure. For sure. But that's true. Like I use that example all the times with players, you know, once you start to learn something, I go now, imagine how much better you're going to be after a hundred reps. How much better are you going to be after 1,000 reps? How much better are you going to be after 10,000 reps? I use that all the time because it is true. If I hit, if I shoot 10,000 free throws, my percentage is going to be better. I promise you. It's just going to happen. So there's then that's, that's a big portion of his points. He's talking about the time that you have allotted to that skill. You need more time to become X amount better, and that's true. To your point, there's been a lot of dudes who've come through our program who have played winter sports, but then still find time to get in here and do this because that that's a big thing with parents. Okay. There are parents listening right now that say, listen, he's playing, he's going to school from eight to three. Then he has basketball practice after school from four to six, and then he's got his studies and then he's got this. And then we got a cart around everybody. How can he do all of it? How do we not specialize? How do we not cut that out so we can do this? When there's a will, there's a way. I've found people who I've seen it so many times. They do it. They just they have to prioritize differently. If that's important to you, you can find a way to do it. You can find a way. If times, let me put it this way, time should not be the issue here, in my opinion. La- like Lack of time to put towards something should not be the issue. You might just have to, unfortunately, cut out other things if it's that important to you, but you're, time should, you're cutting. You're cutting out social life. Yeah. That's what time, you're doing. Time should not be the problem. You're, you're cutting out. You're cutting out the Friday nights. I'm going out with the boys and hanging out and playing video games. You're cutting out um, going to 
a theme park to hang out with some friends on a Saturday afternoon. You know, that that's what you're, if the, if you want to play three sports, that's what you're cutting out. And Dave and I had to do that. That, yeah. that was one thing that we had to do. And then you're probably like, well, he has to rest sometime guys the, there's, there's technology out there now that can actually give you feedback on how your body is feeling. And if you are able to recoup faster, you'll be surprised with mm -hmm. what you were able to do to your body and how you're able to train. You, now you, with you. that said though, I don't like it when a player or a parent uh, pounds their chest and said, Oh, he is a three sport athlete. That does not give you any weight. That does not give you the thing of like, Oh yeah, you're, you Oh yes, you can do whatever you want. Being a three sport athlete means that's just what you like to do. Mm -hmm. Now, if you don't like to play one of those sports, quit it. Don't do it. Do the thing that you love doing. You're starting to get to an older age group, so you don't have to play all three sports. Wearing the badge of being the three sport athlete is a hindrance it's it's something and i and i fell into that like my freshman year is like oh yeah i play three sports i play i play ba baseball i play basketball i play football i was even thinking about going out for the soccer team and maybe even cross country i think i could fit that all in but in reality like i was spreading myself way too thin yeah. and i didn't like doing um basketball to be honest with you and i was thinking about quitting my sophomore year because i was like this is stupid why am i doing three sports i'm falling behind in my grades so i should just cut basketball out and then during tryouts i went up to the jv coach I'm like hey i'm gonna quit basketball um because you're probably not gonna start me and i'm honestly i'm not that good and he literally called me up that night and said spiker if you leave this team i'm gonna be so mad because i have you in the starting lineup i was like whoa i had no idea dude <laughs> So it, it, it's, it's, it's a matter of what is best for you and what experiences do you want to have? That, that's the right thing. So that, that, what you just said is, is my, my opinion, is that every person is different and every kid's different and that it should ultimately not be an adult influencing a kid on this decision. It should, it should be the kid's decision. More times than not, because I've gotten those questions a million times from kids, should I do this? What do you think? You, you think I should like, even on like the playing a position versus a PO, if you're very good at pitching, like being a pitcher only, should I just go all in on that? I'm like, well, do you like hitting? Can you still do it? Would you be okay with like, I'm not going to make that decision for you. I'm certainly not going to tell you to quit. And I don't think an adult should do that. I don't think that's, it's not your life. I think you're there to give both sides and information on it, but I don't think you're here to influence one way or the other. I think that ultimately a kid's going to find out by doing something over and over and over, they're going to find out, hey, I kind of like this a little bit more. Hey, man, I, I, I'm kind of way better over here. Well, we've had kids. You remember um, Brendan Schlittler? Mm -hmm. he's, he's a Division One lineman now. Okay, at uh, Liberty University, he, sh he played he for showed us. up every single day for training. Yeah, and he during, did during and, his and sophomore even year. Even well, no, this was during his junior year. He was with us. Oh, yeah, yeah and he was right. he was all of a sudden just looking massive as a D one lineman is. And at some point, you know, he had a conversation. He's like, "Man, I, I'm I really like football. I kind of like pushing people around, and yeah, I'm good at baseball. And I think he played his high school career out with his high school. But he's like." there's a lot of things that happen in the summer for football and that's probably going to be my future. And that's when he was like, I think I'm going to go that way. And you know what we said? Go for it. <laughs> You're probably right. Brendan. 
as much <laughs> as we'd love to have you play for the Tigers yeah. this summer, we were like, your future is. You're six foot six. You're already 265, 70 pounds right now. And yeah, he can hit a ball a long way. But he also is going to get paid a lot more in college to push people around, and that's where his passion was. It's not necessarily the money. That's where his passion was. At that point in time, yeah, make that decision. Brendan didn't know that decision as a sophomore. And that's that's going against the sport that we all love, that we're in. Mm-hmm. He didn't know that then. That would have been stupid to make that decision at that point because what if he all of a sudden decided, I don't like it. I want to play baseball. Right? The kid made the decision. That's my point. It happens in baseball. It happens in every sport. I don't like the precedence we're setting in by saying that you should just do one thing and one thing only and that my thing is the thing to do because then it's going to be the football coach is going to you know give you ultimatums. The basketball coach is going to give you ultimatums. The baseball coach is going to give you ultimatums. Your club's going to give you ultimatums. I mean, look, it already happens in soccer. Like in this, I don't know if it happens everywhere else, but there are clubs in in our area that basically say, if you're going to play soccer on our team, on our top team, you can't play any other sport, period. Sign a contract. If we see you playing any other sport, any of your high school sports, you're out. You're done. You have to give this. I don't agree with that. I don't get how you're going to be able to build a community if you are saying, like mandating, this is the expectations and if you're if you're not in it, you're in and you're you're either in or you're out. And that's something that to me, it's never been my decision. I've now you ask me a question, I'll give you every piece of information on every side that I possibly can, so that you can make an educated decision for you, not for me. That's my role, and that's where I hope adults go. That's the only that's the only issue I have with this this sediment of multi sport versus not. I'm not going to tell you to go multi-sport. I'm not going to tell you to go specialization. Uh, that's not my role. I'm also thinking like this guy owns a business and he's probably battling with other sports in his area for he's competing with sports. Like, man, I would just try to live inside that ecosystem and really try to work work with those other coaches. And if the other coaches don't get it, I would get their numbers and I'd be like, Hey, Bill, I know that my kid has to be at your football practice, but this kid has a lot of talent to throw 90. How can we make this thing work? I would love to have been on the podcast. I would love the rebuttal. Um, and maybe the, maybe I'm totally wrong on this. And I I totally got the tweet wrong. And he actually is, he just said it for whatever reason. I'd love to have that. Um, and again, I'm sure he's a really good guy. I'd probably have a couple beers with him and hang out, Yeah, you know, but I, I'm just, when I, I hate it when you're trying to build a community and you're trying to build up a sport and then you have this thing where you either do this or get the hell out of my sport. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's just like, how are you supposed to get more people playing you're not sport grow it. if you are telling them that they need to just focus on one thing. Cause if that was me and I was, if I was 15 years old and the guy said, Hey, you either have to work with me or you have to quit these other sports. Like beast, bro. (laughs) I love my friends. I'm hanging out with my friends. We're going to go, we're going to go play for a state championship. Out of a hundred kids, there's only two that are going to say yes to that. (sighs) Seriously. That's all you're, you're, you're literally 
creating a problem for yourself by putting ultimatums out like that. My opinion. My opinion. Now saying, I'd love to work with you. I think we can make this work. If you want to put in more time, let's do it. I think that, you know, do do this. Go Like we always say, like go be a part of your high schools. Go be a part of that experience. Go play your other sports, man. Do it. If that's what you want, do it. You only get a chance once. You only get one life, man. You only get this one go around. You don't get two. You don't get a do-over. When really once you quit it, you never bring it back up. So, I mean, my opinion, take it for what it is. Do what you want. Do do your thing. You only get a limited opportunity to play these sports. And if it's really and, and if, if at some point you want to say goodbye and go to something else and specialize, then do that too. But it, make it be your decision, not someone else's. And I love it when the high, when a high school coach is the football coach and the baseball coach, or vice versa for basketball, and he does another sport. Mm-hmm. It really shows that like they are they're caring for the kid, and they're not just totally locked in on that sport. And usually those are the ones that are really good about, hey, play other sports. If you want to play club baseball, you can. If you want to play club soccer, you can. You um, just, just make sure that you're honest with me and your communication is on point with when it's football season, it's football season. When it's baseball season, it's baseball season. There's no wishy-washy on, on the games or practices. You have to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then anytime that you are free, you have free time that you can work with. You got to get your schoolwork done, but then you can do whatever you whatever okay. else you want to do. Mm-hmm. Whether that's you want to go play chess and run a chess tournament and go be the queen's gamut, that's <laughs> totally fine with me. Just make sure that you show up at 5 o'clock and we can go play some ball. Right. So... Um, I think I'm pretty much done with this topic. Uh, last last point I want to make, parents that are listening to this and you see those type of tweets out there, don't freak out. Don't, don't think that everyone in this space thinks that way. It's a hot take. Um, it was a strong take. And there are a lot of people out there that do support multi-sport athletes. I would be very weary if I was a parent and I had a coach that demanded me to focus on one sport and one sport only. I would I would probably quit that team and move to another team. Now, there's a difference if you have a coach that says, hey, I don't want you to play three sports because I think your time is going to be strapped thin and you're not going to be able to hold your commitments to us and this team and that team i'm totally cool with you playing two sports just make sure that you are your bandwidth is not outstretched for the season because i i'm counting on you for practices and games that's a totally different coach here's how i would approach it if i was a parent getting pressured i'd go have if i was a parent getting pressured to play one sport from a coach okay I would go have 10 to 20 other conversations with all kinds of different people about that topic. I want to see where where the middle ground is. That You'll find your answer, okay? Because you're going to have the polarizing sides of both. You're going to have the people that say, no, you got to play everything you can. you got to do everything. You're going to have the people that say, no, you got to specialize. And then you're going to probably have 90% that give you a real honest answer of, well, you can do whatever you want. It's just whatever Billy wants to do in his time and his effort, Okay. And then you'll then you'll have a better answer. Don't go to the polarizing sides, in my opinion. Yep. And I don't think there's a coach out there that's going. I wouldn't say that. That's a that's a very blanketed statement. I would say that majority of coaches understand. And if you're talented enough, you're gonna start. So 
I was I was okay at football, but I was talented enough to start every game and I didn't show up during summer workouts. I didn't show up for skeleton offenses and all of that jazz. I actually didn't even put any time into the sport during the summer. I was so totally engulfed with baseball because that was my main thing. And my coach was honest with me. He's like, if you're not here, you're, it's going to hurt you. But again, you're going to have to show a little bit more at training camp you know, the, during two days. You've got to really show out. And that's what I did. And I was able to earn that spot. Now it wasn't political. It wasn't one of those things where you have to show up for my workouts. It just gives you more of an opportunity to be able to start for that team. So understand there is a give and take on those workouts, but at the same time, if you're talented enough, you're going to play. Right. Like a coach is not going to bench you. Majority of coaches. They like winning. Yeah. Like they're the incentive is for them to win. So if they're going to bench you because you're, you, you didn't show up for their workouts and you are the fastest kid on the team and you have unbelievable hands, that, what, what are we talking about? That, that coach is not going to have a job. Yeah. They like winning. Um, guys, that's this episode of the closing pitch. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, if you would like to see those tweets, um, I will give a shout out to Ben because he does have some really good tweets out there sometimes on, on pitching. So if you want to follow him and get some takes on him, I always think that opposing viewpoints is always good to have in your feed. Um, if you are putting yourself into those uh, feeds that just completely agree with you, you're putting yourself into an echo chamber. So always put people in the feed that could you could agree with and you could disagree with. So his uh, Twitter handle is Tread Athletics. That's T R E A D Athletics. Ben Brewster. Um, might as well just reach out to him see if he wants to come on the show. Um, guys, give us some feedback. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts, five stars preferably. Um, if we do have a one star, we know that it's Ben. So, <laughs> or his friends. <laughs> so, um, anyways, guys, always fun chatting with you guys. We'll talk to you soon. See you guys. Bye.